Hey guys, despite what's going on in the world right now, today we touch on the importance of cultivating calm and peace in our own little homes, how to combat those negative thoughts and where the anxiety that feels so natural right now stems from. We are so excited to share more about our upcoming retreat and we are announcing our Lenten study, which we cannot wait to do with all of you. So stay tuned. Together, let's focus on what we can control, the joy in the season, and the small moments of connection and community that will lead us there. Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Are you looking for small and simple ways to share your faith with others and spread joy in 2021? Well, shop His Glory Co. on Instagram for all things kingdom building gear. From sweatshirts to t-shirts, there are so many options for Catholic Christian apparel and an easy and fun way to be a witness from the grocery store checkout line to your college campus. Sometimes a shirt or a sweatshirt is enough to spark someone's interest in the beauty of our faith. Use code UNRAVELED for 20% off your purchase. Hi, B. Hey, how are you, sis? Good, just in a pile of clothes and lots of (laughs) moving stuff. Yeah, give us all an update on how the move has gone. It has arrived a month and a half late, and here we sit in piles. (laughs) Piles and piles. You brought up a good point to hire an assistant or an organizer or someone to help me do this because you realize how hard things are with the children. I, I have to shout out this account because um, I, I don't know her real name, but there's this mom that I think both of us follow, Soul Searching Mama. Oh, yeah. So she, she had a really cool story that I recently watched, and I think it's saved, but she talked about this concept of um, like asking for help as women and, oh. and mothers and how it's so hard for us because a lot of us get this like savior complex where we want to be the ones to fix it all for the family. And we feel like we have to do it. Mm. And she talked about every child she had. She slowly realized like, I can't clean the house all on my own. I can't, you know, have everything rely on me or I will burn out. And now, and I've heard that from a lot of other older moms. Like my mom has always been like, don't feel like you can't ask for help. Like she, mm-hmm. she was very like um, open with me about how she needed help. So I feel like in a way that gave me permission in my own life to be like, okay, I'm not a good cleaner. I'm, you know, when, when we have, when we have the funds, I'm going to get a cleaning lady <laughs> as often as possible. Yes. Or yeah. whatever it is, insert whatever the need is. But I mean, with a move at, and two kids, like, I mean, I totally, I, I, I back you on getting an organizer or some sort of help. Thank you. Uh, we need to outsource. At what point is it worth your exactly. time? It I, takes away. I think you know. I, I'm a full, full-blown full believer in outsourcing. I love that. And, you know, we're outsourcing this this spring by getting ourselves on a retreat. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe how fast we sold out. B. Have we even talked about that yet? Not on an episode. How long was it? 48 hours? Yeah, I had a friend message me um, yesterday and she said, I hope you guys fill your retreat. And I'm like, girl, it's been filled. 
Sorry, we don't have a spot for you. I had to tell that to a few people. Yeah. Yeah. We, we filled in 48 hours. And since then we've had multiple people reach out asking if there are spots and even saying, I'll get a hotel. I'll do anything to come to this getaway weekend. So it's been really freaking cool. Really awesome. It just shows you how much we're all craving it. And I think we were in, in 2020 in general. And then thank you, Jesus. We launched it when we did be because Mm -hmm. that next week, a lot of stuff went down. That was really sad. And yeah, you know, we, I think it was perfect timing, divine. Absolutely. And to me, it's like, I look back on things like moments like that, where we like acted on a prompting. And I just am like, I'm so grateful and moved and humbled that we, that it worked out the way it did. But it's such a lesson to me because there's been so many times in my life where, um, you know, you think of an idea and you want to go for it and you don't, whether it's laziness or fear or whatever it may be. But I, I'm just like so encouraged that we went for it. And honestly, it becomes like a chain reaction in life. You're like, oh, wow, like mm-hmm. I made that yes. And that wasn't that scary. So like what more could I say yes to? Wow, it's true. All of the times in your life, you can find those moments that have worked and the regrets too, you know, it's okay to have regrets because you learn. Exactly. Like I wish I started that earlier. Well, instead of saying that, just start now, whatever it is. Totally. And I think that that can be true for anyone listening. Like if there's something that's been on your heart stirring, like I'm such a believer in like, that is God. Like there, that's not just there on your heart for no reason. Like he wants you to do that thing. And um, so we're just so excited for this weekend. Um, we've been doing the interviews with the leaders and everything they're sharing with us with like what they wanted to share with the women on the retreat is already inspiring us so much. Oh yeah. It's blown me out of the water. Like I just, I didn't even expect some of the things to come out of their mouths. Like just so, so excited to hear them speak and, um, I guess pray with these women and just inspire. And even to see the women who signed up for it. I mean, the group is going to be so cool. Like they're, they're all so different, but then in a lot of ways, they're very similar. So it was such an ordained group. Like I'm very excited to see the friendships that come out of that weekend. I think that's what I'm most excited to. I mean, we said it on here before we both met on a retreat, became best friends from one retreat. And so that's, I that if anything comes from this, I hope it's a lot of special bonds. And really? I think it will. So, yeah. How's your heart, sis? How are you feeling in this time? It's what's today? I couldn't even tell you. January, middle of no, January. What day is it? it? What day? We're back to what day it is. And we've, or what day is it? And we've been saying that, you know, all of the last year. And it, there's just been a lot of sadness yeah. and craziness um, yeah. with what happened at the Capitol and, and a lot of divide and a lot of hard conversations and a lot of friends leaving you know, um, these social media platforms. What do you think about all this? Well, it's funny because I was on a work call today and, um, it was like a zoom call with like 10 people. I got a text message from a coworker who's much older than me. She's kind of like a mom figure, I would say at work. Um, and she texted me in the middle of the zoom and she said, are you okay? And I'm like, 
I'm like, in my mind, at first, you know, you're embarrassed, you know, like, why is someone asking me? Yeah, I immediately, the first reaction was, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, do I have a sulk on my face? Or like, what made her text that to me? And then I just, I was like, okay, I could just say, oh, I'm fine. I'm just tired. But then I just was like, no, like this person noticed this and she had a good intuition. And I'm just going to admit that like, no, like I'm very stressed. So I texted her back and I'm like, yeah, I'm really stressed out right now. And we, she called me after the zoom and we talked and she's like, well, what is it? Like what, what's going on? And I was just like, it isn't one thing. It's kind of Mm -hmm. like this unspoken I like, I can't even put my finger on it. There's just like an anxiety in the air. I don't know if that makes sense. An unrest, like you say. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, like we live in Alexandria, which is like, you know, 10 miles from the capital. And, um, so I think part of that is definitely the anxiety for me. Um, I mean, I'm not one to, to like easily fall into anxious, like, you know, circles or something, but recently, yeah, like I've been totally just stressed about it all. So I don't know. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I call, I think you called me and you're like, do you know what's going on Mackenzie down the street (laughs) from my house? And I didn't because I wasn't paying attention to that at the time. And then it just, from that moment on, everything was risen, like heightened. I mean, like every emotion and I don't know. I just, I need to learn how to take a breath before I speak in the morning or, you know, when I'm feeling this way, because I just think it is going to get worse before it gets better, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's really this year and last year has pointed out what is important. And we've said it time and again on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And just this last week has shown me yeah. again, you know, and and also in a beautiful way, like the simple joys, my word, the relationships in my yeah. life, like really cultivating the importance in the friendships that matter. And so it, it is a good thing. It can be good, you know, to reflect on these hard things. And I agree. I think there's good that can come out of this time. And um, I think like your word was totally inspired because similar to the retreat, it's like, we need to build community during these times. It's not like just a fluffy concept. It's like, um, when other things start to fall apart, when, um, morality and things like our religious freedoms are at risk and, and we're seeing like all of these crazy censorship things, which we've been talking about for months already, but it's gotten to new levels of craziness. Um, you start to see all of that. And I think that compounds on each other. And so I think the resolution to all of this is going to be building communities, building small communities um, of very strong bonds and like-minded people. And, um, and that is going to like affirm each other and build each other up. And um, like you said, the hashtag you saw that swirling around, like, the Joan up, but like I like St. Joan of Arc. I freaking love that because mm-hmm. this is a Joan of Arc situation. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And how are we going to, you know, are we going to put our armor on in you know, a loving way or are we going to go the other way? And I, and I can't bash anyone who's leaving Instagram right now because I loved your questionnaire B that you put up. Like, 
how are you feeling? What are you doing? Are you going to stay on? You know, you asked that and you had a pretty good response, but I've seen so many people just leave people. I didn't expect, you know, and I think it's, it's a time to reflect how to have a healthy relationship because there is a lot of censorship still going on that, you know, we've been talking about for months, but it's a hard thing because it's like, do you leave and not support these platforms that are clearly run by, um, like we've seen, they've shown their colors. There is, they are clearly immoral. Like, let's just call it what it is. Tech Mm -hmm. CEOs and multi-million dollar, um, like tycoons, they don't care at all about our freedoms. And that is scary. But so that's kind of why I put the questionnaire out because I'm like, I just want to get a pulse. Like other people feeling this way um, more often than like, it was like overwhelming the amount of people that responded that they want to stay on the platforms and just like work on spreading joy and positivity. And I, I just was like affirmed in that. I'm like, okay, you know what? That is, it's true. We need to be spreading truth right now. And there's so many people in our lifetime and in, in times before us that did that. And so I think if we like cling to those examples, we're going to, we're going to get through this. And that's the beautiful outcome of it. You're so right. The, the ones that are going to stay on, even leaving is a beautiful thing. You know, there's some yeah. in that, but the people that are staying on sounds like they're staying on to only spread joy. Like you said, like that, that excites me. And we had a, you and I had a great text back and forth of how we are going to change and be on the, you know, the device. And I don't know, it reminded me of what we talked about too. My aunt, she's basically my aunt. She's my mom's best friend, Cassie. Um, she taught me this phrase that you and I cannot stop thinking about. And it's called having tea with red legs, which means, <laughs> yeah, which means, are you having a conversation with the devil? And by that, it could be, it just can touch on so many aspects of your life. You know, you create a story in your head about something you saw on social media. Oh my gosh, this girl just posted this just so I yeah. can see because she has a different yeah. view of me. And it's this terrible cycle we get ourselves in. And then you find yourself at the end of the day doing, I don't know, your spiritual exercises where you like review your day and you realize I spent all day conversing with the devil, having tea with red legs. And so just like knowing that, it, first of all, it reminds me of the cover of the devil wears Prada because literally her red heel is, is a red leg. <laughs> yes. It's like the yes. devil's um, little pointer thing on the, on the red shoe. And I think of that, I'm like, that is such a freaking good visual, like tea with red legs, because how many times in our daily life, are we entertaining that negativity? And I know for me, mm-hmm. it is many times. Mm-hmm. Same, too many times. We shouldn't be entertaining at all. And to your point, if we change that, knowing this now, like this, having a phrase to put a name to it, right? It'll change our perspective. Like when I am on this app or when I am speaking to people who disagree with me or when I'm living my life yeah. off of that, just generally, how am I, how am I embodying a life, you know, with Christ instead of, you know, going through this constant conversation. What does Chris Stefanik say? The mind is a dangerous place. Don't go in yeah. there. Yeah. Actually talking to a group of friends, like a support group that I've been in, um, who like all of our parents are divorced. And so we've stayed in touch after this retreat that we went on together. 
And we were all, we're reading a book right now called The Body Keeps Score, which is amazing. It's about anyone who's been through any sort of trauma. So it's not just about divorce. It's about any sort of like, um, like post-traumatic stress, I guess. And it's about how your body can actually do things like tense up and like even your facial reactions to things like it's based, it's the body keeps score. And so like, it's, it talks about how if you can't release negativity, then you're manifesting it in some place in you. And so like that can equate to anything in our lives that we're letting in that's negative. And so it's, it's just like the, the woman who saw my face on the zoom and texted me, like she Mm -hmm. could see that on me. And, um, and so I think to myself, like, well, if it, if I'm feeling this way, I know I'm not the only one feeling this way. So I'm sure that our listeners in some capacity are all feeling this. And so like, whether it's a retreat or just like even a group of people that you all, um, you know, feel comfortable sharing things with, like kind of like cultivating that type of a community right now, I think is going to be critical. Wow. I think so too. It's palpable. Like you can just, it's in the air and I'm far away from it and I can feel it, you know? So I love that plan, just cultivating community. Um, I also read this quote B yesterday and it goes like this. I'm not sure who said it, but if I find out, I'll, I'll let our listeners know. It says, we can change the world within our own families. We do not need heroic deeds, exceptional intelligence, or extraordinary talents. Every day, our daily duties, our interactions with our family, our living out the faith in the small, ordinary things will be the thread that weaves the beautiful rug that future generations will be walking upon and wow. building upon. So, And it, it reminds me, too, of I also have no idea who said this, but there's that there's that awesome quote that's like the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. And my mom always says that because she always talks about like the power of, you know, motherhood and how you, we can shape the next generation with the people that we are raising. And so that's another positive, hopeful thought is, you know, we are raising the next generation that we will tell them about these times. And so like, what are the type of hearts that we're, um, you know, cultivating in our home? Absolutely. The domestic church, that's all we can do right now. And we were talking about what we were going to speak about on this podcast, B, and you and I have recently seen all these moms or women just in general, like yes. cleaning their house, really working on their room. You saw it, you said it best. It just killed me because it's, it's true. Keeping up with your house and your home and cleaning. It seems like the cult of like the, the, um, I guess like the cumulative response to like most women I've seen on social media, like the reaction to what's happening is like, I'm going to deep clean my freezer and I'm going to, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to do a reel about it. And like, I'm going to show you how to organize your pantry. And I have to say like something clicked for me when I saw this, I'm like, wait a second, I'm doing this too. Because like randomly in the past two weeks, I've been like, I'm going to paint Grace's room. Oh, I'm going to paint Colby's room. And like, oh, I'm going to do this like weird craft at 11 p.m. at night. Like, (laughs) I think we just, 
we want to create goodness. Like we were made to do that and, and we all do it in different ways. But, um, and it's right. funny cause I was talking to a deacon friend of mine, um, about these crazy times and somehow, I don't even know how it came out, but, um, we were talking about babies and he goes, well, you know, that like during times of crisis springs forth the largest population of new, of a new generation, like people historically in times of like, even in like genocide and war, like more babies come from that time period than during peaceful times. And I was like, Whoa, that is crazy. Like, but it makes sense. Like I know a lot of people who are having babies this year. Um, I, it's certainly on our minds and you wonder, like you hear people say like, Oh my gosh, why would you ever want to bring a child? I've heard many people say this before. I don't know about you. Like, why would you want to yes, bring a baby yeah. into these this crazy world? Yes, yes. So Deacon Silva, mm-hmm. he had a great point. He goes, because babies mean hope. Like you see a new life oh. and that is hope for the world. And I'm like, dang, it's so true. When death comes, so does life. It's like it's like the cycle, right? And there's been a lot of death mm-hmm. in a way. And wow, even emotionally, you know, a lot of endings so that's so beautiful exactly so bring on the babies. more to come who knows <laughs> we may have to circle back on this episode <laughs> but um we also discussed today which um maybe we could just give a little soft um yes. announcement that lent is on the horizon I Googled it when you texted me, B. It's, it's so really scary. on the horizon. It's in two weeks or, or three yes, weeks. Yes, it is. Crazy. It's like February. Is it first week of February? 14th. Yeah, it's something early. April 4th is Easter. Right. Let's just so we were discussing, and Ken's and I for years have done um, Lenten like devotionals together, which is really fun because when you don't live in the same state as a friend or um, you know, a group of friends, even you couldn't like in a way to be connected during these holy times of the year, you could like do a, a journal together or some sort of a meditation, um, or a book club. And so we were thinking like, what should we do this year? Um, and in the past we've yeah. always done like another, another meditation, whether it's like from blessed to she, or, you know, a- she reads the truth. I think we did one year. Yeah. But so this year we had a different idea. So Ken, do you want to share? Sure. Bridge and I have, well, I can't remember how long ago it was, but we both fell in love with um, the book, uh, Searching for and Maintaining Peace by Father Jacques Philippe. And I read it probably five times, to be honest with these so listeners. Nice. I know you have to be read it. And we I gift it to everyone. Yeah. It's so simple and and easy. But he writes, it's not just that book. He has about 12 books out, School of the Holy Spirit, um, all, all of these. And one that um, we've been talking about for a minute is Interior Freedom. So we are going to read Interior Freedom as a podcast and discuss it. And I think it's the perfect time because the title alone, whether you know what it's about who or not, doesn't who need doesn't interior need Interior freedom? freedom? Like, can I get an amen? Right. Especially during these <laughs> times. Um, so I think that this is going to be an awesome way to um to discuss and like read alongside our community and we're definitely going to post about it um and each podcast during lent we will discuss in some capacity um the the book so we're super excited um and we're definitely going to post more information and also how to order the book if you want to read it with us 
And if your New Year's resolution is to dive deeper into the faith or grow closer to Christ, head on over to The Little Catholic. We have a discount code for our listeners, Unraveled15, for beautiful jewelry, all devoted and made in the faith. So head on over to The Little Catholic. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unraveled Podcast. Stay connected with us over on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast.